Do you love human design, but sometimes feel off-put by the gatekeeping and culty vibes? We did too. Here at Human Design Hot Topics, we encourage breaking the human design rules and experimenting for yourself. Take what resonates and leave the rest. We will be sharing the controversial pieces of human design, as well as challenging our guests to spill their guts. Hello, everybody. It's fall and I love it. (laughs) I just looked outside and it's just a nice day, but they've been so many nice days in a row because it's fall and that's what we get. Mm. So best time of year here where I'm from. Do you get like color changing leaves and all the mm-hmm. good stuff? Mm. Yeah, we I'm... get all of it. Gorgeous. It's, it's it's really nice. It's it's hard to plan a trip or like take a little trip in the mountains and go look at the colors unless you know like a spot where not a lot of people go because it gets so there's just people everywhere. You know well, what? Because it's just... like three weeks, so yeah. you just. And they're trying to go see it. Um, and I just saw this Instagram post from somewhere. I don't even remember where. But there's this like tiny town in Connecticut. And they got so annoyed at people coming to look at their scenery in the fall that they just totally cut out any any people coming in. Yeah, <laughs> I saw that too. They like shut the street off um, at a specific time or they did something to where, yeah, you couldn't come in if unless you lived there because too mm-hmm. many people were probably littering and traffic jams and all kinds of stuff yeah they said they were like destroying their town and that just I I don't understand people who go somewhere else and then just disrespect it so that happens here too like that (laughs) two or three weeks of time a lot of people go camping and you'll see like just piles of trash by the campsites and I mean they do eventually get cleaned up but it's just like like why do you leave it like I don't like to take it out with me and try to find a dumpster to put it in either, but I do because I'm not a jerk. Um, But yeah, it's all pretty and my whole street will turn pretty colors and hopefully it'll be a long uh, fall for us, a long color change because of all the water. We got a lot of rain over the summer, way more than usual. Yeah. I already changed my closet out the last few days and I was like I feel like I just did this and I just put shorts in here and now I'm putting them away so I was kind of sad because it was like a late start in the summer and now I'm like putting out like all the layers and my closet is packed with stuff mm-hmm. dang it I forgot this is what happens <laughs> I feel like wherever I live it's like every year it'll get to this part where I think okay it's safe for me to switch out my clothes now let's put things away take things out and then it'll be like two days later the weather will shift again <laughs> I wish yeah. I sports or whatever it's, it happens every time but here it's just hot all the time so I don't really put away that's what I was saying I didn't think where you were at now you would have a closet change of any sort well I do put away like the warmer weather stuff like this like the hoodie I like I had no touch a hoodie in the summer I would die mm-hmm. <laughs> even though I want to like I always want to cozy up in a hoodie so I'll put away like some sweaters and stuff that I mostly just wear if I'm indoors somewhere like when I was subbing last year and I was in the school and it was still cold all the time and they're blasting that AC too I would get cold when they do that yeah, yeah. I forget about that sometimes 
and I'll go to like Target in shorts and a tank top and it's 70 degrees outside. I'm like, oh, it feels so nice out here. And then I walk and I'm like, what? Yeah. Like, can you like adjust it with the temperature outside or do you just blast it until you, and then they blast heat in the winter. I want to wear like my cool, heavy, like sweaters. And I can't Uh wear anything if I'm going to go inside anywhere. That's not something I can like pull like a layer. I have like these fun sweaters and I can't wear them anywhere unless I'm constantly outside because you go in and the heat is like what is wrong with people I'm like why is it so hot in here that's what I always wonder about when you live in a climate that layers when people say layers they are not messing around with you like that's the key to life but like (laughs) If you're walking from the car to the store, you want to be bundled up because it's cold. So then you just you take ahead. off the sweater. And throw it in your cart. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and then when you're about to go back in, you put it, you put it on. Like, yeah, I, that's why I like coats that are long that go to like my knees or past and that are either like a zip or button up and like easy to take on and off. Cause then that keeps me warm if it's really cold and I just throw it off. Um, but yeah, I look like a, I, I'm always like big puffy and just layers yeah. and scarves and like in the winter. It's fun. It's super, it's super cozy. And there are moments when I'm like, oh my God, this is the coziest thing ever. And you're outside and it's like 40 degrees, but you love it. Um, but yeah, it's, I'm kind of kicking myself that I bought, I don't have that many, but I've got like these really cute chunky sweaters and it's like, I literally have nowhere like to wear these because I will sweat my face off if we go indoors it's impossible so confusing it's like you want to wear the sweaters because it's the weather time to wear the sweaters then you go inside and it's hot but then in the summer it's like ridiculously hot and you go inside and it's so cold like when do you wear the sweaters you have to have these layers all year round you just have to have it or else you're bring the sweaters like in the summer and you're like okay I'm gonna go shopping and once you get inside to the AC you can put the sweater on over your summer outfit (laughs) yeah just pull just carry like a sweater that goes to your knees and just like a snuggie and just put it on yes and I'll be perfect and if anyone asks you why it'll be like it's this crazy heating and air conditioning and that's why (laughs) um but yeah I love I do love this time of year is like I get sad when the summer is over because winter is not my favorite Mm -hmm. and like this time of year feels nice and is awesome but it's also like you can feel how temporary it is in the air and you're like oh it's gonna slip through my fingers and before I know it you're warming up your car for 15 minutes and scraping ice off your windshield Mm. just those are the not fun times yeah I wouldn't really like that in Little Rock when I lived there it would get cold a few times but it was like the perfect amount where it's like, oh, it's snowing. Everybody stay home. So I didn't really have to go anywhere in the snow. I feel was- like January to like April isn't great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's yeah. still sunny because where I'm in Colorado and it's sunny every pretty much every god darn day. But sometimes it gets really windy and the wind when it's cold is when I'm like, nope, I can't do that. That is rough. And it'll look really nice outside, but then it's 30 mile an hour winds and you're like, crap, I can't go for a walk. Like this is stupid. Yeah. That wind is no joke. My mom grew up in Wyoming. We visited there a few times. The wind in Wyoming is like absolute bananas. Mm -hmm. 
So yeah, I can only imagine in the winter plus that wind. Yeah, it's no fun. This and then the sun tricks you because it's like super bright and sunny, and you're you're like, oh, let's go for a walk. Oh wait, and the dogs. I'm like, I'm not going to do that to Wolf Sagan. Would be fine because she's a husky, but right, yeah, the, the husky, little guy, Mister like, Nimbus no. is like <laughs> the wind's like taking him away, right? <laughs> he we have to pull out all his winter clothes too. He gets like a couple jackets and does he have a little coat? Yeah, he does. My favorite piece of clothing he has is like this black distressed hoodie with like the little poles and like the little hood and it has the belly pocket but it's on the back. It's so cute. I I, I think she gave it to us when we got the dog and he looks so like cool in it. I'm like, "Damn, this is the coolest dog." And he gets so many compliments whenever we put him in that. Everybody's like, "Oh my god, is that a hoodie?" And we're like, Yes, and it's, <laughs> it's the coolest hoodie ever. Oh my gosh. But that's yeah, it's, so- that's Sean is like, that's his, he loves it when it's time for Nimbus to wear clothes because then he gets yeah. to like style them out and it's very so cute. Cool. He has like matching bow ties and all these kinds of things. If only he could get Nimbus little like doggy sneakers. I don't know if he'd wear them. I wish he would. He has snow shoes that we should try harder to have him wear because when it snows and when it's really cold we'll be out and he'll be out for like 10 minutes and he'll start like picking up his feet a lot and we're like oh shit so we got in these shoes but they just he hates them and he just like flails around until one of them pops off and then we're chasing that one and then oh and i've seen these other things that are like they strap up the leg and like strap around the waist so it's like almost like pants uh-huh <laughs> like for all of the appendages and I was thinking about that but I'm like that just looks like so much work yeah like to get that on him and then off of him and then it's wet like what do I do with it like yeah. like there's not you don't really think of the logistics of winter dog time until it happens and you're like oh got snow everywhere <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah you're right mm-hmm a lot to consider mm-hmm. all right well now that we've updated you on our weather conditions <laughs> um we let's talk about eleven fifty six. we said we were gonna talk about it i think it's a good <laughs> i think it's a good topic because first of all we're mental projectors and any other mental projector in here there's a possibility that you have this channel because it's one of the channels that you could have and be a mental projector you don't have to be a mental projector to have it though a lot of people have it I feel like I talked to a lot of people a girl I talked to earlier today I did a podcast earlier today she had the 1156 and I was like ah yeah it's interesting like my best friend is a generator so she has um like spleen sacral and root I believe but then there's a gap and she just has the 1156 so Mm -hmm. there's a lot of kind of that soundboarding that she has to do do you think that people have figured out the probability of having each channel i wonder really somebody i'm curious enough for that um like i'm definitely curious to know but not curious enough to do anything about it (laughs) good (laughs) that's what a healthy one three sounds like people is, is yes I have the dying urge to know because I have dying urge to know everything but I'm good right now yeah. wait till we're not talking yeah no, I'll, I'll probably look it up later 
Uh, I just thought that's funny because I read for a lot of people that have that channel and I feel like, I don't know if it's just because we have it and I see it. Maybe that's what it is, but. Maybe, but with us, it's our only channel. So it comes across pretty loudly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's true. And not a lot of designs have one channel to stand on. So not a lot, but you know what? One time I met an emotional generator who just had the 659 and I was like, oh, I'm like, does everybody flirt with you? Like, that's a big, that's, inter- that's weird. That's weird. Like, yeah. That's- generators with like nothing going on. I'm like, what are yeah. you? Yeah. I feel like that would be a lot. To it's like the openness of a non-sacral, but with like the sacral shield like it feels like it almost feels reflectory in the teflon aura of a reflector that that having that sacral as one of your only two centers feels like a bigger deal i don't know it just i I, if that's what it feels like to me oh that's so weird yeah it's interesting because they have that enveloping aura so people are just drawn to them so they're constantly conditioned in a way a different way than us right like we're we're just absorbing everybody and they're enveloping everybody yeah. and so to have seven undefined centers with that magnetic generator aura especially with that one to just have the 659 like mm-hmm. i just want to follow you around for and the sacral energy must mean you don't get as tired from other people's stuff because you have a sacral that probably helps you like chug along through it I don't know I mean Sean is similar he has three so I always look at him like what what is this Um, (laughs) because I feel his openness sometimes like him needing to to let some stuff out and needing a break and his two some sometimes is like whoa but then I like everything has this coating of sacral like this sweet candy coating of sacral energy so it doesn't come off as I don't know it feels I'm always biased against generators but it feels easier but I'm sorry I'm biased I always I feel like in general generators feel easier (laughs) I mean it makes logical sense most of you are generators of some kind yeah so the majority of the population it's like the world we've basically built but everybody has the pros and the cons of their energy yeah that is interesting to have a generator of one channel i never really even thought of that being a thing but i guess that can happen manifestors yeah they could be one huh yeah so a lot of you relate to an mg Oh yeah, they could just could they just have the they could just have the twenty thirty four. I wonder. If, if... Huh. Yeah, because if they have just that channel, they'd be an MG. Anything else, motor throat to motor, would make them see. A... And then my head goes, is that possible? Like, do all the other mechanics that go with having the twenty and the thirty four make mean you would only have that one? I don't know. There's so much go that goes on in a chart that I'm like. It's that <laughs> meme of that guy Charlie from. Um, yeah uh that show yeah going like this with all the things everything on the board exactly yes um yeah it just depends on what's going on in the sky the 2034 is interesting because that's a sun earth combo like if you if you're born in a time when that's in the transits then that's going to be your only thing and then we had this time last year where 
2034 was the north and south node for like months yeah so, that's true like six months i don't know it felt like a really long time of a bunch of manny gen babies coming in the world like this is gonna right be- <laughs> this is exciting um <laughs> but yeah when when you first brought up 1156 let's talk about it i guess immediately i went to like how i find it interesting that we can grow up with conditioning that like takes steers us off of our design like I really didn't think of like I I we talked I've talked about this before super shy very quiet didn't want to speak was afraid to speak or do anything and you are very similar and so when I heard when I saw my chart and I was like 1156 it kind of again one of the many things that pissed me off because I was like <laughs> this is dumb like I've grown up my whole life not wanting to use my voice or not thinking it was a thing. So like, why is it a thing now? Obviously it's been a thing the whole time. I just conditioned myself to think that no one, for me, it was mainly that I'm not special and like no one who cares what I have to say. Like Mm -hmm. that was really commute to me when I was a kid, communication was for something like if you spoke, it was to tell a joke or to get some food or I'm cold or like you need something, but I didn't like, I don't know. I didn't have a lot of friends. I didn't share a lot of opinions. Like it just felt really weird. It just, it felt like attention seeking to use this, Mm -hmm. which is interesting because isn't what's the throat, not self thing. My seeking attention. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> I was like, it's a little attention, I think. And that was a big feeling would be like, if I ta- said anything out loud, I'd be like, what are you doing? Like, are you trying to get attention? Like, that was a dumb thing to say. Now all these people are looking at you. This is what you wanted. Like, I would be so annoyed with myself if I spoke because that meant I needed it. I had to have these people's attention. And that's just why am I so high maintenance? Yeah. That's so funny. And, and when I, I, oh, go ahead. Was, like I have a similar from childhood, but it's like when I, when I shared something that I knew or when I would ask questions, I felt like it would just really annoy people. So I just stopped doing it. Like I, I just piss people off. So I've got to figure out how to be somebody different. Yeah. Yeah. I can feel that one too. Yeah. That's so funny. Yeah. Yeah. When we talked about throat center, when I did my Jess Fields mentorship, she talked about the seeking attention part. She mentioned it, but she's like, it, it, it's, it's very, that one's weird for people to hear because like that can hit people the wrong way, especially people who grew up in certain ways where attention getting attention was any attention was good attention or like bad attention and and I I know I understand how that phrase can be like for some people but and that's the not self for like the undefined center right yeah yeah but then that's the interesting thing is the not self can show up in the defined center Mm -hmm. so yeah it's just the general not self question and and 
it's interesting to me too, how they talk about with the undefined throat, you have that pressure. So it either shows up where you just can't stop talking. Like if there's any kind of conversation, yeah, it just, you fill it or you just shut down. Like the pressure is too much. You have no voice. And I find for myself that so many times in like when I'm around multiple people, I just can't talk. <laughs> and I don't know if it's just because everything else in my system is just picking up on all these things. And so it's like my brain is just processing too much. Words aren't coming out. But I always wonder, like, is there a not self thing happening here? Or is yeah. it just is it just that I'm just not invited in this space? And so I have nothing to say. Yeah. Do you find that your defined throat sometimes supercharges people with undefined throats and really like gets them? Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. I Sometimes I look at Sean and I want to be like, hey, yes, you've told the story for like 15 minutes. <laughs> like I got it. But then I'm like, shit, that's me. Like it's me. Like it's this. And yeah. he's just like, <laughs> And I'm like, dang. Yes. Like they get in the space, they get excited. They're like, oh my gosh, I have words. Oh, and he has a lot of them and he embellishes. And and the thing with me is I'm quick with a story. Like if I see where you're going with it, I'm like, all right, well, I'm out of this story now because I already know where it's going. So wrap it up because mm-hmm. I already know where we are. Yeah. And he's like, analogy, allegory, simile, all the weird words to like describe things he'll use them all and you're like wow you just described that thing in 12 different ways cool and I <laughs> and I I I, I love Sean but so, like I and I've told him this before I'm like sometimes you just tell like really long winded stories he's like I know he's like I've noticed that I mean it's not like he he doesn't say it in like I've noticed it like it's bad he's just like I've noticed that like he is excited by it he noticed it yeah <laughs> and I'm like okay so this is how we tell stories so I have to be patient and I keep trying to remind myself I'm just let him talk because there have been times when I've looked at him and gone okay wrap it up like I've said it to him and that's kind of a dick thing to say so I try to allow him to have his story even if I know where it's going like from the jump I just let it's him describe so it so hard sometimes <laughs> Especially when you've got this Ajna that's that's um, processing and like right. we, I feel like we get to the point really quickly, and yeah. other people are not are yeah. still like arriving, and you're like, oh my god, you're like I figured this out ten minutes. I know where you're going. <laughs> <laughs> like I know the punchline to the joke. Can we just continue? Yeah. And, okay. Good. That makes me feel better. I thought I just did that to Sean because he tells long-winded stories, but I do it to other people too. But I guess it's we just. I always connect the dots very quick. Yeah. And I'm like, this person must have an open throat. And I'm like, and you know what, because of our conditioning, we've probably taught ourselves like, okay, you need X amount of words to get your point across. That's it. Like no more. You're good. We're meant to be efficient with things. Those are projectors. So we see things others don't. We're meant to guide and we're meant to be efficient. So it makes sense. It does make sense. Yeah but sometimes I feel like a jerk. <laughs> I have to let him tell his stories. And then when I tell a story, it's like, da, da, da. And he's like, that's it. And I'm like, yep, <laughs> this, this is what happened. I feel like sometimes I'll get excited about stuff 
And so I'll tell a story and I don't think it's too long winded, but I'll just have details in there. And it's like, I can feel this shift when people are annoyed. And I don't know if that's like, I really feel that, or if it's just like my fear coming in that I'm boring people. And Probably that. I'll just hurry up and shut it down and then never speak again because obviously I'm annoying. <laughs> this is like the longest probably like I get excited about talking at one time is what we do the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I feel like we just activate each other with all the all the electromagnetics. We do. Like that 1156 that we both have. Ba, 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 ba. Okay, oh. people. 1156 is from the Ajna to the throat. It's it's called a lot of things. It's called Storytelling Gate, Channel of Curiosity, <clears throat> Rebecca's podcast. Um, <laughs> and it, well, okay. 11 is ideas, right? 11's ideas. And when I read about 11 originally, when I first learned about human design, I had this fear that I did not have enough ideas because the way they describe 11 is you are made of ideas. Your body is bursting forth with ideas at all times. You will never stop having ideas. And I was like, I felt very inadequate because I wasn't constantly churning out ideas. To, to me, what felt like ideas, which to me means, how are you going to make money? <laughs> what ideas can you make money with? interesting so yeah when I first read about 11 I was like I don't have this many ideas like this can't be me I don't have this it felt very like but now I see that I do have a good amount of ideas it's just not what I thought it was before like ideas feels very like what do you think I'm trying to think, I don't remember my first reaction to reading about the ideas. But I know just since really paying attention to all this, like the amount of times, it's like daily where I'll say, just out of curiosity, or I'm curious about this thing, or I'll follow that curiosity. Mm -hmm. And I do notice I'll have a lot of ideas about things, but I don't, I've just kind of gotten to this spot where I just trust that the correct ideas will come through. Mm -hmm. And that's the thing with 11 is even though you're having all these ideas, it doesn't mean you're supposed to act on all of them. According to how many ideas you should have, that would be impossible because you're <laughs> supposed to have billions. So a lot of them aren't for you. And a lot of them feel like they get stolen when somebody else does something similar. And you're like, ah, I... This part I, I felt. I about that a lot. Like, yeah, I know at the beginning. <laughs> yes. When we started working together, you're like, we can't talk about it. Someone's going to steal our idea. And, <laughs> and if you read 11, it literally says a sentence that's like, you'll be, you'll worry that people take your ideas. And I was like, yeah. But I realized that that's not it at all. I'm just in the beginning in the similar headspace as a lot of the people. And we all come to a lot of the same conclusions. Yeah. And a lot of times I'll like something and think it's cool. And then I'll stop doing it. And then it comes Someone else, people, other people start doing. It. I'm like, hey, I was doing this, and I thought, and that, I thought I was dumb, and then I stopped, and now look at all you people. <laughs> Ever, um, but yeah, I had that whole like people stealing my ideas thing, and then I was like, you know what? I really just 
don't worry about acting on ideas. Like when you have an idea, just have it. You don't have to do anything with it. That's the big part of the 11 is trying to take action on all your ideas, no matter what your design is, would be more rough. And they're not all for you, which is another thing that always confused me. If they're not all for you, are you supposed to know who they're for? Or are you just supposed to know what's not for you? Or are you not supposed to know any of that stuff? And you're just supposed to share all of the ideas. And maybe it hits the person it's supposed to. I get like overthinky with some of these things, you guys. <laughs> um, I don't know the way I see it, especially with just our one channel and with our, us being mental projectors, it's like the more you soundboard, the more like the correct idea will come through. And, and plus we don't have just the 11, we have the 56. So I don't see it as a solitary thing. Like, it's this idea coming through the gate of stimulation. So um, when you're soundboarding or when you're talking, like that's going to present the correct idea. And maybe you just say something, somebody else gets excited and like that idea was for them or. Um, this is almost like the channel of soundboarding. Oh no, I'm going to get in trouble for saying that, but that's what it feels like. I mean, I know all mental projectors don't have this channel. We all have the Ajna defined in some way. That's yeah, part of it. But Well, and when we think about the fact that this is a collective channel, it's meant to guide the collective to a brighter future. So maybe none of the ideas are for us. They're for the collective. You're totally right. I think you're right. Oh. Um, well, that <laughs> makes me feel better because I don't feel the pressure. Like when I've about six line role model pressure where I was like oh god now I have to be a role model and then I realized I don't have to do anything I feel like that's similar to ideas is I don't really have yeah. to do anything my energy and my conditioning is shouting at me to do something with this you have to do something with it but no it's a it's yeah I mean it's a projector channel you're a mental projector you're not meant to do anything you're <sighs> the guru on the mountain and people come to you for your ideas and give you gold and then leave <laughs> this new this new screensaver that Kashan updated to the computer is literally like this beautiful like it's not a mountain it looks like some sort of like vineyard but it's like raised up and as you look past you see all these mountains in the with like okay. clouds and stuff and so when you said that I was like looking at the mountains and clouds I was like oh I'm on the mountain yes um or I guess in your case, you'd be in a cave. You'd be hanging out in your cave. And... <sighs> they have caves in the on the mountain. Yeah, I can be in a high cave. I can be in a well ventilated cave. <laughs> <laughs> that smells good. People would bring you very specific incense. <laughs> See, if I had a cave, I would like chisel little holes in the wall. Like these are my windows. This is my ventilation area. Do you enjoy it? <laughs> <laughs> Because I, I don't know. I can't, I can't picture a cave without like windows. It feels very weird. Yeah. That's funny. I never picture a cave with windows. Just like. I literally, if I picture a cave without windows, it's like dungeony, like with like, like liquid bubbling up and like smoke. It feels very scary. It just feels like Halloween-y. Like that's what I think of. 
But when I picture like, okay, if I had to live in my environment, like if it, if the world changed and human design ruled the earth and they said, Hey, you are required to live in your environment. I would have a cave with like really good windows. <laughs> that reminds me of like the homes from the ancient civilizations where they're like on the side of a mountain and mm-hmm. then it's like adobe or something, but they mm-hmm. have holes cut out on the sides. That's what I'm picturing when you talk about that. Yeah, that's what I'm picturing too. Very similar. And okay. I feel like I would be all right with that. Yeah. As long as I can leave it too. Like that's the other thing that's like, you can't just stay in the cave. But I think that's part of cave's environment is is very survival based. And I feel like cave's environment, survival view, both of them have this thing that can cause you to be overly cautious at times. Mm -hmm. Which again, neither bad nor good, just a thing. But I feel like those energies automatically add a little caution into really any decision or choice that I make oh yeah and so I would want to be able to leave my cave so that I can like feel free in the wind and see the (laughs) sky my 58 is like you need to get some joy out of this life and you can't just be in the cave all the time but it does sound nice and I get real cavey around this time of year too. Like this time, I mean, everybody does like the whole cozy stuff, yeah. even if it's 90 degrees where you live. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, it's only 90. <laughs> Is it 90 right now? About. No. The high today is 84 and it'll get 84 for like an hour and then go back down. That's when I know the weather has started to change is in the morning. It's actually like cold. <gasps> it's 88, you guys. It's 88. A little. It's 88 in Friendswood people. Yeah. Well, that's nice. <laughs> so it's not like total death. No. Well, that's good. But yeah, the 1156, I also, I think a part of me, I go sometimes I get extreme about stuff. I don't know why I do this, but like when I first learned about design and I saw that that was our only channel, a part of me felt pressure. Like I have to express this really good. Like I have to figure out how to really live the 1156 life because that's all I am is 1156. Like it felt very, this is all that you are. Now, obviously I've learned a lot more about design and nine. There's so many other parts and pieces but sometimes it still feels very much like, especially when other people talk about their channels with an S. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm like, eleven fifty six. Yeah, like there's a lot happening. Yeah, yeah. And it's weird. I kind of had the opposite where it was kind of a relief, like, oh, okay, like I just have this one thing. Yeah, but then you only have that one thing. Well, yeah, but that takes, for me, that takes so much pressure off. Like, I'm not I don't like these other things. That's so weird. I feel like when you like this, I was like, you put it on me because I feel like, like, not you did it, but like, to me, it feels so like you have to be this one thing. And I know it's not what it is, but it's like, it took pressure off of you, though. Yeah, but maybe that's because, like, I've always felt drawn to being a teacher of some kind. And so when I look at 
that channel plus my other like some other specific placements I'm like oh this is this is how I teach like I really am meant to teach and so I teach through storytelling like I'm meant to share what I know Mm -hmm. great like it just kind of relaxed me a bunch I don't have to keep doing all these things and chasing all this other stuff and trying to prove anything I just yeah show up and share my stories and ask my curious questions it took me a while it it took me a little bit to get to that this spot where that because I am now I feel much more like that but when I first saw it I was like this channel doesn't sound very exciting and it's my only one boo but like I get what you mean now yeah and it, it is nice to not have a lot of other stuff going on but sometimes I get channel FOMO (laughs) (laughs) I can understand that for sure um maybe it's also because I live with my boys are just one now I guess but it's like I get to kind of feel things out for a while and I I don't know just the transits help too like we get other stuff that's the other thing is when you're as open as we are surprise you still get you get other stuff popping in and out um oh I read something really cool someone posted it I think it was joyful projector posted it today about something raw said about reflectors how they're much more influenced by the transits than they are by another person with that same mechanics coming into their aura so if someone came into their aura with gate five versus the transit the uh, planet transiting into gate five that energy would be much would they would actually feel that and it'd be much more of an influence on them than this person which sound makes so much sense when you think of their teflon energy mm-hmm. like kind of buffering them from humans but not so much planets like i was like oh like he was saying it's just stronger energy so it just they don't have as much of a Tefloniness, I guess. And that got me thinking, like, does that mean it's stronger for us? I think so, because like we too. We have that absorbing aura and an open body. So I feel like we are way more sensitive than reflectors. And but do you think we the planets, what what they're transiting into, do you think that we would necessarily feel that more than perhaps a person coming into our aura? would affect our mechanics just in my experience I don't I mean that's something I'll have to ponder on and like observe in the future but because we're meant to absorb others so I feel like it's really easy to to pick up on other people's energy when they're in our aura because that's what we're designed to do but then also there's plenty of times there's been multiple times I'll wake up at a random time at night just with a bunch of energy and realize three kicked on some like at the time and it hooked yeah. up to my 60 and so now I have this format channel you're in your own aura and then you have this thing yeah, yeah like I'm just asleep and the moon's like hey format <laughs> <laughs> channel bitch right <laughs> and we've talked about this before how with me I feel like I get like a delayed like I don't feel like I feel it and and then later I'll be like this feels weird and yeah. I'll check and it's like we transited maybe the day before and now I'm starting to feel it I'm like it's just like a delayed onset thing and I think it is like 
Yeah. Who knows how long it takes us to process? It's interesting because sometimes it'll be, I'll look back and like, oh no, I felt it like right when it kicked on. That's weird. And sometimes I won't feel things like not every time the moon goes through three, am I feeling it? But then like earlier today, 20, the moon went in 21. Like I just noticed, I was checking the transits right when you popped on and I was like, oh, that's why I, like, I suddenly had this urge to really check in on my money. I was like, I've got to budget everything. <laughs> like budget time. Yeah. I just think it's funny. It's like, oh, the money is channel funny. was lit up. <laughs> yeah. 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 And I think that's a big part of design is it's not like fortune telling or it's not a prediction of the future and it's not always going to happen the same way as it did before. Um, but that doesn't mean that it's not there. And that doesn't mean that you're not doing human design, right? I used to think that a lot, especially when I started to get into the transits, that if I didn't feel this transit that everybody was talking about, like what what's wrong with me? And especially when you're on social media and people are making memes of like, oh, this transit, haha, this is how we're feeling. And oh, this is funny. And I get it, but I'm also like, I don't know if I feel that. And I'm wondering if, and I want to ask you this, like how sometimes you feel a transit and sometimes you don't, you know, mm-hmm. like meh, meh. when I first learned about transits, I was like, I got to figure out how to feel these. And it was like a thing where I was like, how do I always have to do that? I'm like, how do I do this perfectly exactly how everybody else is doing? And like when they make funny memes about what the transit they're feeling and I'm like, ha ha ho ho. But do you think some of it has to do with the fact that we already kind of have a hard time feeling stuff like in here? I know not all the transits are in the body, but I'm, see, now I'm thinking, now I'm, I've got my thinking hat on. I'm wondering if I'm going to pay attention now to when the transits are body and when they're, hmm. I wonder, well, I know like in the past, whenever something connects to your crown, you're like, my head hurts. <laughs> or when your root is defined through the transits. I feel like you've mentioned that. The root the- one really gets me. Yeah. Oh, my eyes itching like crazy. Um, the root one is just like, I've gotten better with it now. Cause I mean, it's defined right now in the 1858, but, um, I feel like I'm better with it now because I know what it sounds like. We've talked about the voices of the, the centers and not all of my centers have a distinct voice that stays the same all the time, mm-hmm. or sometimes they don't talk at all, but the root center always has the same general gruffness to the voice that I recognize it and I almost feel like my Ajna has logic its way into this thing of I know I feel that when it's coming and I'm faster I'm faster than the root center energy and I'm shutting it down faster than it's happening because I can hear it like I know when it's he's not fast enough (laughs) I don't know how else to put it because the root center is a motor and it's actually fast so like to me to say that it's not quick enough sounds not correct but at the same time I, I almost feel like maybe it's because I know that I'm like very familiar with it now like when it happens in the transits or when I have I'm around somebody I usually don't 
feel it sometimes it's weird it like it's I mean it's root center so it's got no rhyme or reason for when it happens and it yeah. does feel very like pulsy when it's like oh and I'm like hey there root but it's almost like he can't hide from me he's very conspicuous mm. not very stealth my root center he's a bull in a china shop and I <laughs> hear him and I'm like oh that's what's happening this up here he hmm sly devil <laughs> he's quiet and he's not as like I don't know why I keep saying he could be whatever but it this them whatever uh it's he's quieter and like he kind of can sneak in and give me anxiety before I know what's happening and then I'm like oh oh that's where we are so they're both different but they're both defined right now in the transits for me because I have the 60 what is it 6147 6447 and yeah 1858 um but yeah I don't know I feel like again like I said like I said when I first learned about transits I almost doing transits wrong because I didn't always feel it like it didn't click on like oh this transit I feel it click and I I had to like release that that was like a thing that you could even control so (laughs) I just feel like now there's really no rhyme or reason to it there there's a lot going on energetically in the world and when it all kind of clicks together and you're like oh I feel that thing you can't really control it or make it happen again which is what I would want to do. Well, and that's why I tend to encourage people to just observe because it's not just you, like so many people get really in their in their head about it because we're humans and we want to make sense of stuff and we want to kind of know what we're doing. And so there's this like over analysis that happens and it's like, you don't always know. And when, in the beginning, I remember when um I first heard someone like oh when something goes in the transits just observe how you feel and I'm like what (laughs) like it seemed so weird you're like I don't feel do I feel different I don't know if I feel different I don't think I feel different and then sometimes you like you said sometimes you really do and you're like whoa that one was weird and I think a lot of times especially for me there's certain define gates that I have that I like we've talked about a million times gate five like I know when that is going through my energy and I know when that's happening because it's very I just know that one I know it <laughs> like back of my hand I know it but <laughs> like if you talk about gate one which is my personality son mm-hmm. I don't always connect with creative self-expression because it feels like a big concept <laughs> and it's just like cool I mean I know when I'm doing it but I don't like I don't know it doesn't I don't know it it's doesn't just so interesting to me because like part of me really wonders where this pressure comes from that you put on yourself I'm like is this part of the survival view where you're like oh I've got to do this so I can survive is it just conditioning from your childhood and then also with the with the creative self-expression, like, I feel like that would really suppress it if you're putting pressure on it to do it the right way. But I really see a lot of creativity in your cooking when you share that. That's what I feel the most creative when I'm doing stuff like this. And when I'm 
cooking and baking, yeah. which is the season. So I will be baking a lot. I'm excited. I wish I lived closer. <laughs> Everybody at work loves me because I can't, I can't keep it all here or we'll eat it all. So I take a lot of stuff to work. I would take advantage for sure. I get very excited. Um, but yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to look into making, I always say I'm going to make some new and different stuff. And then I always make the same stuff. So hopefully we'll see about it. We'll see if I make some new stuff. It'll be fun. That seems appropriate for the alternating appetite. That I would make the same things. Yeah. There's certain, well, there's certain things that like are very nostalgic to me. So I have to make, I like want to make them during the holiday time, especially, but there's stuff that Sean has got like really into that I didn't think he like stuff that I would randomly make like a one-off cookie recipe. And he's like, Oh my God, this is amazing. And now I have to always make them. And I'm like, I didn't even like think these, like they were good, but I was like, I didn't think this would go this way. And then like, there's these mint chocolate cookies that him and his sister, like are always like, are you making the cookies? You're making the cookies, right? You're making the cookies. I'm like, yeah, I I'm, I'm making the cookies. Why do you like them so much? They're just, I don't know. I like them too, but some, I don't know. Some people like really, and I'm like, I told you, I bring cookies on Wednesday most of the time during this year, during this time of year, but when it gets hotter or when it's after the holidays and I don't, the first few Wednesdays I didn't, people were like actually mad at me at work. They're like, why didn't you bring cookies? It's like, who am I? You're fucking cookie slave. Right. (laughs) And I got kind of mad. I was like, hey, just so that y'all know, when it gets hot outside, I don't like to run the oven. So I'm not going to be making cookies. It just doesn't feel as fun to bake cookies when it's 90 degrees outside. Sorry, jerks. I only do it because it's fun for me. And they figured it out. And then now that summer's over, people are like, so cookies? Cookies. (laughs) They've been like patiently waiting all summer. (laughs) I've made a few batches already and taken them in. So they're doing fine um I also I usually don't tell them whether or not I'm planning on bringing cookies in on Wednesday of the following week because if I don't I don't want them to be like you said they're like little children um but this last time I got some rum from work so I could like make these oatmeal rum raisin cookies that I've been wanting to make and um this I told the bartender what I was doing and then he told everybody and so now they're like, so you're bringing cookies Wednesday, right? This kind of like this, I'm like, you guys know it's like a week. This is last Wednesday because that's when I work. And so I was like, yeah, next week I'm, I am planning on it. Yes. And they're like, yes. And I'm like, fuck, now I have to do it. <laughs> so that's my thing is I usually don't tell them when I am or I'm not so that yeah. no one can expect anything, but and it's, they're nice. Like it's, it is nice that they're like rabid animals because that must mean they're good so Mm-mm. that is nice to hear and every year someone is like why don't you open a shop why don't you sell these why don't you this and I was like I don't know why don't you do it <laughs> that's what I say I go you want to do it I'll give you cookies you sell them <laughs> like I don't I don't have the energy for that and I'm very I know now like I tried an Etsy store with I was making like body scrubs and face creams and stuff and it was it's too much work what if sean did that end of it though like you just made the things and then sean uploaded. he's not the best on like the marketing stuff either like we don't neither both of us have a really hard time like 
coming up with like a marketing plan and like consistent copy and like all that ads and stuff like we both get very similarly like about we've tried we talked about it before and we our faces are both just like yeah. I don't want to do this and so I feel for him when I see that he has trouble marketing his own business because I'm like oh I know like I don't want to do it either we both I think are the type of people that would need to hire somebody to do it for us yeah um, but if I had like a website like an Etsy store he'd help me like logistically keep everything together but again that's like yeah, that's what I meant like having Sean it just seems too hard and I don't know honestly who I would market it to or I don't know I, I don't think I would sell anything that's my that's probably what it boils down to is I just don't think I'd sell anything there's women on my local Facebook group page you know like moms of this town who sell homemade cookies and they they do great another thing is this is the other big thing i don't decorate my cookies no, they're like like cookies they're, yeah that's what they no do frosting no decor it's ch- chips and nuts and like i don't make things look nice <laughs> they don't like decorate them or like make fancy cookies or anything cookies yeah <laughs> cookies um well hell who knows maybe I'll try or maybe I'll I'll find somebody at work who actually wants to do it for me because I have said that I'm like if you guys want to do it like I will make cookies if that's all I have to do if somebody else was navigating the orders like they're the ones people talk to they're like hey I want this many cookies and then and then that person came to you and was like okay Janelle you got to make two dozen chocolate chip this week that would be cool I would like that even if I had to talk to customers, that wouldn't be the worst thing. It's really the like marketing and like put where would I, how would, who would know, like how, how would, I don't know that, it, but that blows my mind about everything. Like I can't, I can't wrap my head around that for my own business or like anything. It gets very, I don't know if I start to immediately go into all the steps and then I just get overwhelmed. I feel like I stepped into a room And there's just so many things I'm like writing all over the wall and I have to step out. I'm like, this is too much going on in here. I have to leave. And I step out and I can't like pick, I can't like pick a step. Would you want to make a bakery business? I think that's the most important question. Rebecca wants to run my bakery business, guys. That's what she's trying to figure out. I'm just curious. I mean, sure. If I didn't have to market it and it became, and I could be successful. Um. So what everybody would want from their business. Because here's the thing. I'm getting like more and more excited about helping people like, like in this stage of like, well, like, especially with mental projectors. I'm like, you deserve to have your own business. You're a mental projector. Like, let's not run out your energy. And I get excited about helping people figure that out. But then also I just think about like stuff. There's this bakery called the Cake Lady Bakery in this town that I live in. And I worked there in high school a little bit. And it was around for like 25 years. And it was, this lady just started it in her house because she wanted to stay home with her kids. And then she became the place. Like if you didn't have a Cake Lady cake at your birthday party, then you were obviously a loser. Like you had to have a Cake Lady cake. Yeah. I mean, it does sound exciting. And I do, first of all, I have been seeing you get into this business stuff and I've been really like, it's 
I get excited when I see you post stuff. I'm like, oh, this is cool. So, um, <laughs> but I like that question. Like, do you want to have your own business? Because when you think about it, people romanticize that a lot. Like you're your own boss. Everybody wants that, right? Like literally every single person should want that. Not everybody does. Not everybody no. energetically works that way. And so I've, I've, I go back and forth. I feel like I could have my own business, but I would need support multiple people. Like it couldn't just, it's just me now. And I think that's part of the reason why it's like, I'm out here by myself. You know, like it feels very me having you helps because it's like pod partner, like gives you some support, some, like there's somebody here with you, but like the, I, the idea of having like a team of people who are there to like help you succeed sounds amazing. Like it's one of those things that when I say it out loud is like, that's not possible. (laughs) Like that's not real life. Totally possible. I know, but it sounds like too nice. Like earlier how I was saying, I didn't want to speak. What was I saying? Now I've lost my train of thought. But basically how I don't want to like to make waves or I don't want it to be about me. Like I don't want to pull attention to me. That's what it is. This like having a team feels like, but I know that's not what it is. Like you're paying people. So obviously they, yeah. they're and there's excited. That love marketing. And I know. I know. And there's people who are good at it and who love it. I I don't know, like a human design marketing person. Okay. It's like you were saying though, like you, you are thinking 200 steps ahead and that is overwhelming. So really the only question to ask is like, how does it feel when you think about having your own business, like baking things? Like, just think about if If, you made money from baking things that you I've thought about that before then does that like is that something you even want to do or is it just something that you like yeah like no important it feels very successful to give somebody something you made and have them like it so much that they come back again to get the same thing Mm -hmm. to say hey you don't have a cake lady cake like who are you like that feels like success with a capital s yeah i also feel very similar when i think about like having sessions with people and helping them and guiding them in that regard with human design and intuition doing that also feels I get that feeling too it's very similar but what comes with both of them is somebody looking at me and going wow you did such a good job I'm coming back to you Mm -hmm. because I had I've had a client who I've worked with we've had six sessions now and like to have that person come back is it's, like, good it's we it's like you what like how do you like me that much like what is how am I giving you that much that you'll come back again because you want like it feels so like when you were saying you sold multiple charts to, or multiple reads to the same person you're it's got to be like like it feels amazing but it's also like what did I do who who is this person like I guess that's what imposter syndrome is, but I would love to feel that all the time if that's what it is, because it's actually quite nice 
to have people remind you and you're like, oh, oh yeah, I guess I do, you know, have some worth when it, in regards to this thing that I do. So yeah, I don't know. I feel like both ways, I feel very like it would be cool. That's the recognition aspect, right? Cause I'm like, that's how we know we're in the right place. That's what I was telling another client where she was like, I just want recognition and that feels so icky to say. And I'm like, no, it doesn't. You're a mental projector. Like that's, that's how you know where, where you're meant to be. I feel, I understand what she means though. It does yeah. feel yeah. like no, you're I asking for stuff because, from people. Yeah. I used to feel that way too, but it like at the same time, like that's, that's part of what I want to help people with is like, no, no, that's a signpost for you. That's not a selfish thing at all. That's a necessary thing. You actually need that to know that you're in the correct place. And so much conditioning is this world is like, you don't care what anyone else says or thinks, or don't worry about what anybody tells you about your business. Like, blah, you don't need any of that stuff. It's like some of us do better when we're receiving. It's almost like recognition is like feedback. You know, it's like, I need feedback that I'm on the right path. Um, but recognition feels like supercharged feed. I don't know. It feels like sparkly feedback, supercharged feed, something that feels very individual to me. Back with glitter. Yeah. It's like, <gasps> like recognition is, is the ultimate. Yeah. Is the best. Is the best. I know anyway. someone asked me about it once and I was like, about like what it felt like. I was like, if recognition could pay the bills, like it's like, that's what gives the energy. Like, yeah, that's really all I need. Yeah. And it's, it's observational feedback, which makes sense that we would be really into it, especially as mental projectors. Cause it's very like up here. Cause we're asking, we're saying, okay, I'm doing this thing. I'm giving you this thing. What do you get? What do you think? Tell me your thoughts. And then, I mean, we're not asking them, but that's what recognition essentially is, is we're giving something or showing something or sharing something and they're telling us their thoughts about it. Feedback, which is not soundboarding and we're not supposed to want this stuff. But it, that's where I think like soundboarding and recognition kind of, because I do like, I've said this before, I want to hear what people want have to say sometimes. And then I'm like, oh, I'm doing this soundboarding thing wrong. This is not soundboarding because I want to know what they have to say. So I'm not doing this right. But I don't think that's what it is. I think this part is always going to want to try to conceptualize what's going on. And if there's a way to conceptualize a conversation, it's going to want to do that. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, this has been a good one yet again. Um, <laughs> and if you have the 1156 or if you don't, or if you have a single channel, and you just want to tell us about it, go for it. Um, yeah. Thanks for listening. And thanks for your feedback, <laughs> your <laughs> ultimate feedback recognition, baby. We always um, love the comments and things. So thank you. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see you guys later. Thanks for listening and or watching. Bye. Thanks for listening. Please be sure to rate and review because that helps us help more people. Is there something you want to hear? Let us know. Your idea might be our next episode. 